I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the Just like the demeanor. I'm feeding my fam. I'm feeding the meter. All right, hi guys. Back after Thanksgiving. Full of turkey. Full of all the fixins. Still full. Still full. Still full of stuffing. Welcome back. Welcome in. Living off the land. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dan, with also co-hosts, Jordan and Jimothy. We make up Living Off the Land, and we are coming from you from an undisclosed location in North Olmsted, Ohio. <laughs> and we are back. We can't tell you where we are, though. It's a big secret. Nope, we can't, because then you'll know where we, where we are, and, Cause, 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 and the cause mobs then, and the paparazzi will be coming then, after us. Because then you'll know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is off to a rousing start. Oh yeah, uh, we we need to get in the groove. It's yeah. okay. Jimmy, what's up? Hello, fine gentlemen. How are you tonight? Oh, just lovely, just lovely. It's Thursday night. It's almost the weekend. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just not talking. It's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no episode last week. So because uh, because of Thanksgiving. So how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, uh, it was like my immediate family and my cousins and my aunt, uh, and we had a, another family friend came over and good turkey. We did a Cajun injection turkey, uh, dry rubs as well over the skin and the the outer part, and yeah, good sides, good time. We went shopping a little late at night for fun, and then uh, me and Teresa went to Detroit uh, afterwards. Ooh. We had a good time, though, uh, even though the Rockets lost the Pistons-Rockets game, but, you know, it was fun. Yeah. The Rockets played the Rockets a game the next night, too. What happened? terrible right now. We can, we can get into that a little bit later. <laughs> we, don't need to get to. In, we don't need to get into how bad the Rockets uh, are right now. Jimmy, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, not too bad. I had, uh, had some family friends over, got stuffed, took a nice food coma nap. Oh, oh I did that, too. Oh, my that's goodness. the best. I did that, too. I'm pretty sure I slept through the entire Dallas Cowboys game. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like halfway through the fourth quarter. My mom's like, "Are you? Are you, is all you gonna do is just lay there and sleep?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." Yup. Yeah. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Uh, it's the first like major holiday uh, since my nono passed. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so that was kind of hard, but mm-hmm. uh, we got through it as a family. So uh, it was good. Um, Great. Had some cousins, aunts, uncles come over. Uh, Did you deep fry the turkey? No, we didn't. Baked it. In. Yeah, yeah. My uh, uh, grilled. My nona uh, just oven roasted it. She okay. did the turkey, and then uh, everybody else brought something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that was good. Um, awesome. We didn't do. Uh, we didn't do the uh, second meal turkey. Club sandwiches like we usually do. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, I think that we ate kind of a little bit later than we usually do. Sure. And then <clears throat> everybody just ate too much. So weirdly enough, after we were done shopping, we did not feel like eating leftovers because we we're like that's kind of gross. 
but we were a little hungry, so we just ate a, a whole bunch of pizza rolls. <laughs> like, we just found them in my parents' fridge and ate that. But yeah, I had a lot of leftovers though. I will yeah. be. I love turkey uh, Thanksgiving leftovers, and I had tons of them. So see, I'm not. I'm not leftover guy to begin with. Really? Like, well, right, but I don't. There's something about Thanksgiving leftovers that I just. Love. I don't know. Like to me, like turkey's dry enough as it is. Not if you do it right. Well, okay, but it's still <laughs> dry. Like. No, you're right. It's not like a... And then, yeah, to, by to, nature, unless you're just going to eat it cold. I mean, to reheat turkey is like... like It's a little odd, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. eating cobwebs. Cobwebs? It's dry. That was a little, that was a little extreme. It's dry. <laughs> I admit that it is dry, though, yeah. <coughs> so, anyway, uh, those were our Thanksgivings. Uh, <laughs> did we have a beer of the week this week? What are you drinking, Jordan? <laughs> I'm drinking water. <laughs> I did. I did. I did have a progressive... From uh, I mean a progress from market. Progressive? No, you're a progressive. <laughs> yeah, right. You're oh, a progress. I did. I mean, I want to give this little shout out because I don't. We don't really have a. This is a weird week for us. We're coming back into a rhythm, so we're a little. I didn't do a lot of prep this week, um, but I had Jolly Pumpkin uh, Ales in Michigan, and I bought a beer to go, and it was called the Oro de Calabaza, and it was very good. It's a uh, Sour Golden Ale. So, it's not going to be the official beer of the week because it's not from Cleveland. That's right. But uh, it was very good. It's going to so, be Market Garden Progress. I, yeah, yeah, doing. we'll do that. Sure. Market Garden. <laughs> if you haven't had that, it's a good beer. Uh, I'm pro Market Garden. I did have a, uh, on Sunday, I did have uh, a 12 Dogs of Christmas. Oh, I was watching the Browns Those game. are great. I so, love 12 Dogs. So, we'll shout that out. Uh, Thirsty Dogs, 12 Dogs of Christmas. One of the best Christmas sales. In my opinion, it is the best Christmas sale. But that's just my. One, yeah, that's one of my favorite. That and probably Holly Jolly. One of my favorites. Holly Jolly is very, very tasty. Oh, speaking of which, we need to do another North Olmsted Fatheads night. We haven't done that in a while. Do we? Yes, we do. Okay. We don't have to eat. I know you're not a big fan of the food. <laughs> you really just gotta. You really just gotta throw my business out there. <laughs> what, what happens? To, what, what do you think? What happens if Fatheads is listening to this? We love their beer. We buy their beer all the their time. Their food's good too. We it's can just, have an just, opinion on their food. The one thing I got the one time. Yeah, didn't that's feel true. Too good. No, that's that's true. <clears throat> so <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, lotlpodcast.com. Check that out. Uh, we will have a new. Uh, is it up yet or no? Steve's thing. No, it's not up yet. Uh, I <laughs> should be. <laughs> I able to... Stop referring to it as Steve's thing. I yes, yeah, that's good weird. lord. That's weird. Steve's post, um, article, blog, whatever we call it. As soon as either tonight or as soon as I come back from work tomorrow, I will be able to get that up. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Steve wrote a uh, piece uh, detailing out the whole Baker and Hugh Jackson rift uh, that came to, that's been boiling over and came to a light this past Sunday at the browns Bengals game. We're going to get into that later in the episode, but just wanted to touch on that. Uh, and uh, let's... Let's get into uh, our topics for this episode. So, it's going to be more of a traditional episode. Last week we kind of went really Thanksgiving heavy uh, because of the looming holiday, but we're going to do our top five of the week, which uh, is top five worst Christmas gift ideas. Mm. Now, these are generally like gifts that we've received. Yeah, this is, yeah, exactly, yeah, this is, uh, it's a little bit generically speaking, but yeah, yeah, these are all gifts we've actually received and they're lame. Okay, so we'll get into that, 
uh, LTL poll of the week is uh, Browns-based. Uh, we're talking about Baker and uh, the comments that he made and his actions after the Browns-Bengals game towards Hugh Jackson, which caused a firestorm in the uh, national and local media uh, this week. And, uh, man, it blew up. So There's actually a lot to talk about this, so it's going to be Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. Uh, that leads us into our Browns talk. We're going to recap the Browns' win over Cincinnati. Uh, we'll touch a little bit on a interview that Baker uh, did with Barstool Sports a couple weeks ago uh, for their uh, Pardon My Take podcast. Um, so we'll get into that just a little bit. And then uh, all of a sudden... This Sunday's game between the Browns and the and the uh, Texans is a huge game. Yeah. So, uh, in all seriousness, like looking out to this game, we kind of giggled about it, both of us for different reasons. Like I honestly, I didn't know where the Texans were going to be, mm-hmm. and we had no idea where the Browns were going to be. And both teams are actually really hot right now. The Texans are yeah. eight in a row winners, and just they're just they're not winning like super. They're not winning very impressively, but they're winning. Yeah, and the Browns have seemed to be ever more on the upswing ever since Hughes' departure. So yeah, this is gonna right. be actually probably gonna be a great game. Sure, and I'm looking forward to it. No, absolutely. So we'll preview that. Uh, we will give our predictions for that game, and uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, since there's differing rooting interests in this game, you know, maybe we'll do a little wager. Uh oh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, wager. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! And uh, we'll touch on the Cavs for a little bit uh, tonight as well. Um, I was able to go to the Cavs Lakers game night before Thanksgiving, LeBron's return. So we'll talk about that a little bit, and then some surprise wins for the Cavs uh, this past week over some uh, uh, playoff contenders. So we'll kind of get into that where the Cavs stand uh, uh, going forward. They also made a trade uh, last night. Uh, shipping off Kyle Korver to Utah and got uh, Alec Burks, who's an expiring contract, and got a couple second-round picks in return for that. So we can touch on that as well. Uh, one review for you guys this week. Uh, so we'll get into that later. And then, um, yeah. Let's get going. Let's get going. I don't know what that Name was. Name that song. Name. I have no idea. Name that show. I don't know. To the puzzle. Puzzle place. Nope. Wow. Nobody knows the puzzle place here? Nope. What is wrong? You didn't watch the puzzle place growing up. No. I don't even know oh. what that is. Oh, my goodness. What is it? I, if you, I don't even what know. What channel was it on? It's PBS. I didn't watch PBS. You didn't watch up. the Magic School Bus or and other crass creatures? Yeah, I watched that. I watched that. I watched Wishbone, that stuff. I don't know what the heck puzzle place. <laughs> puzzle puzzle puddle place is or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> The puddle police. <laughs> All right, never mind. That was wow. I uh, thought you guys would know what that was. Nope, Jimmy might. I don't know. No, you know Jimmy of all people, I didn't think would know what it was. Well, yeah, he's freaking baby. That's not supposed to be an insult. I'm just being like, it's yeah, because you're yeah, yeah, because you're a youth. Okay, uh, yeah. top five of the week. Yeah. Jimmy, you got your top five. Yes, I do. All right, uh, let's go with it. Who wants to go first? Let's okay. have Jimmy go first. Okay. All right. So even though I wasn't really too sure if this was general or uh, you know it, things we've been gifted, it yeah, don't it don't matter. Just, okay. So I, so I did things that I was actually gifted. Uh, That's cool. So we'll start number five. 
uh, a pack of pencils, just like wooden pencils. Huh. Oh, wow. Okay. That's just so, that's just so depressing, especially that as a kid. That is incredibly I mean, like depressing. Said, I, I am a youth. So uh, I think I was probably around maybe like nine or ten. I think a couple years it happened, but it was always from like a relative. Like they would just give me like a gift bag and they would throw that in there. I'm like, what are you doing? A pack of pencils for Christmas. Yeah. I'm ten. Last thing I want to think about is school. So, that's a good um, point that's a really good point number four uh, just one of those like desk calendars oh yeah little pop up foldable foldable calendars. oh like the daily ones yeah <laughs> that, that, that is a Christmas gift so uh, we're off to a good start here uh, number three you guys are probably going to have mixed feelings about this but personally uh, I think it's kind of lazy it's a lazy gift okay like Wait. scratch offs? Lotto tickets, yeah. No, I think that's terrible. I agree. I think it's a very lazy Christmas gift. It's a cop you out. Just throw that in a card. It's like yeah. five bucks, ten it's bucks maximum. Like honestly it would be better just to um just to like give money. Like yeah, whatever the cost of the, the ticket cost, you yeah. know. It's, yeah, I'd rather take the five dollars yeah. than the It's a cop out. It basically just says, Hey, uh I, I either uh couldn't figure out what to get you or didn't think enough of you to get you something you might like. Exactly. And you buy, and, and there's a there's like a what ninety percent chance it's gonna be a nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Or like two dollars. Yeah. I think the I think lotto tickets or scratch offs only should serve as uh, stocking stuffers. So yeah. that, Like that shouldn't be a gift. Like yeah. A primary gift. A right. Stocking right. Yeah. I just don't think it should ever be a gift. I just why would that ever be a gift? You know. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Mixed feelings. Okay, number two, uh, a pack of white T-shirts, just those Hanes white T-shirts. <laughs> hey and now. As boring as it gets. Hey as now. As boring as it gets in terms of plain boring. white tees. Just like a pack of six white tees. Yep. Um, and, and number one, I think uh, we can all relate to this: socks. Just how boring. <laughs> it depends. What kind of Ooh, socks? It depends on the socks, yeah. though. If we're talking yeah. like Nike Elite or LeBron socks, like I'm actually all about that. But, but no, I. No, no, no. Yeah, let me clarify. Like cool okay, socks, okay. With the lines and the Nike Elite. He's talking. He's talking. Yeah, he's talking the. Uh, like Dickie's brand. He's talking, <laughs> no, he's talking the the uh, the long. Uh, White gym socks with the white bars at the top. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and the or the with the yellow bars at the top with the with the yellow the Stranger toes. Things socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten like a pair of like a uh, pack of six pack of like, black dress socks. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that, no dress socks are the worst because those don't even those aren't even comfortable. Right. No, not at all. Yeah. So, no. Okay. No. That's that's good. That's okay. Good. All right. Uh, I'll go next. This is in no particular order, by the way. I didn't rank these or anything, so it's just top five, but this is just five. Uh, number one for me, uh, Jimmy, you might disagree with me, um, but it's like, it, it, it's got to have like context to it. So number one for me is gym membership. Okay. So, uh, and, and a lot of these for me, it's like, these are gifts that either you didn't ask for or... Uh, they didn't like ask you before beforehand and ask you like what kind of this you wanted. So like uh-huh. gym membership, like say uh, it's a gym membership to this piece of crap gym that you would never go to otherwise. Or sure, okay. Or essentially getting somebody a gym membership when you didn't either talk to them about it before 
is essentially you just saying, hey, you're fat, go get into shape. Well, that and like you said, you're not even asking. Some gyms are super lame. Yeah. Like, you're not even asking, hey, what would you be interested in working out? Like, what type of workout would you like to do? Right. Like, (laughs) go run some treadmills. Uh, Number two for me, and and there might be some disagreement, but uh, wool socks. Okay. To me, is a terrible Christmas gift because, like, I guess it's okay in the moment because we're in the wintertime, but. You can only wear wool socks like three months out of the year. That's a good point. So, like, if you, I, I, and generally, they're just too warm anyway. Like they're only good if you're shoveling the snow, really. Right. And who shovels snow, honestly? Right. I mean, especially if you have an apartment peasants. or something. The peasants do. Uh, <clears throat> number three for me is kind of along the lines of Jimmy with the t-shirts. Uh, just underwear, really. And I'm talking again. I'm talking like if say say if I were to like ask my mom or my grandmother for. Uh, like a nice pair of like uh, boxer briefs or something like Under Armour or the Nike uh, like dry fit or something like that. Like that's one thing. Like that's acceptable. Yeah. But like yeah. you getting like a pack of tidy whities from your grandma that's on Christmas, which it's happened to me. Yep. It's that's, happened to me recently. That's happened to me. And as I well. never opened the pack. It's still sitting in my room. Yeah, that's just. Um, but that that's number three for me. Number four, board games like. <laughs> like again, really? Right. Like, I, I I know there's some people out there who love playing board games and having board game nights, but like I don't want that for Christmas. Well, and most board games that are really cool are really expensive, and people yeah. aren't going to gift those. Right. You know. Yeah. And then number five, uh, this I've gotten this before as a Christmas present, and I think it's the stupidest thing ever, a uh, tree ornament. Oh, that is lame. As a Christmas gift. That is super lame. Right? right. Yeah, no, that's that's lame. Like, who does that? But, anyway. Okay, yeah, that's my five. All right, I'm up. Those are good ones. The Christmas ornament one actually is, like, a really good one. Because you can literally only use it for, like, a month. Yeah, and, like, and like by the time you got it that year, like... Right. Your tree's already up. Yeah. It's already decorated. Like, And who actually wants a decoration? Right. Nobody. Um, all right, so I'm going to do mine from front to back. Again, not in any particular order, but I'm just used to doing it from, I'm sorry, back to front. Uh, number five is inspirational book. And this, this could be anything from like, I don't mean to be rude, but like it could be some sort of like, random generic bible study book not like a good bible study book like just one of those like random things that are just you know dear i remember one time i got a book it was like to the college grad or something it was like <laughs> inspirational quotes for the college Chicken grad soup for the college grad and soul. i'm like oh my word i would never read this ever ever <laughs> anyway so something like that just seems so lame to me i just don't know why anyone would give that as a gift uh, number four, I got a pencil sharpener once, and it was, I just remember, like, looking at it, and I was like, why would you give this to me? Like, I was a little, I was a little <laughs> so, kid. So, Jimmy, Jimmy's got pencils <laughs> yeah, as a Christmas yeah. gift, and you've gotten a pencil sharpener. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I, I, those I are two just, I've never heard of before. I was just like, what? <laughs> All right, number three, a magazine subscription. I've gotten this before, and when you're a kid and you get Highlights Magazine or something, like, that's kind of cool, you know. 
But man, sometimes it's just like when you get older, it's hard to read magazines, you know, and sit down, and you're just kind of like, "What am I gonna do with this?" Now I'm just gonna get these magazines for like the next two years. Um, maybe it's just me, but I'm not a big fan. Uh, number two is a picture frame. I, for the life of me, I don't know how anyone could think a picture frame is a gift. Like it, what am I gonna put? I don't even have many physical pictures. Like I. It's just a terrible gift. Especially nowadays. Like yeah. Digitalize and it's on your phone. Exactly. Like a digital picture frame might no, be cool. No, that would be cool. No, that would be cool. Um, and then number one, um, I've actually only received it, our family received this as a gift once. Uh, fruit cake. Fruit cake? Um, I didn't actually know until our family got this as a gift that fruit cake was actually a thing. I honestly thought it was just the insult. Um, I didn't think, I didn't know it was an actual like thing. And then we got one and I just remember being like horrified to learn it was an actual thing. And it's actually like, it's something people apparently think is a gift. And I tried it and it was horrible. It was just so bad. So I'm sorry, but fruitcake is the absolute worst Christmas gift you could possibly give another person. You ever you ever hear the fruitcake song? Uh, no, and I don't know if I want to. Jimmy, have, have you ever gone to like a Strongsville High School uh, like choir concert or, or anything like that? No, not, I didn't go to the high school ones, no. Oh, okay. So you don't know that... No, you probably don't know the fruitcake song then. <laughs> no? Alright, it's a staple of Strongsville High School uh, choir Christmas concerts. Interesting. Yeah, so it was just like every every part of the like this is I don't know why I'm talking about this in a podcast, but every <laughs> every part every part of the choir like sopranos, altos, uh, tenors, bass, baritone, whatever would have their own parts of the song, and it would be each an ingredient of fruitcake, and then they would all sing their parts together at the same time because they made up the fruitcake. So ours ours was all oh, like okay. ours was all like the nuts. So peanuts and <laughs> walnuts and hazelnuts. Wow, wow. Yeah, I just was, I don't know why I just said that on the podcast. It was really weird, and I it is I really strange. Yeah, delete this. Section. I can I can I can play it for you after the show. It's hilarious. actually you should do that because I want to hear it. <laughs> I can find it, but. Yeah, that's yeah. Fruitcake as a gift. That's so weird. Yeah, that's. Like, you don't even eat fruit. Like, ugh. who yeah. actually likes? Fruit no, cake? nobody. That's what I mean. Teresa, you like fruitcake? She asleep. She's asleep. She's knocked out. Oh my goodness, that is so funny. Uh, put her to sleep. Yeah, yeah we're I guess so we're, boring. I guess we put her to sleep. Because we're not like screaming or anything. All right, that's uh, <laughs> that's Anyhow. the LTL top five of the week. Uh, let us know what your guys is. I'd love to hear some, uh, yeah, some we bad would, Christmas we gifts. I want to hear more because this is always fascinating to me. Like, I understand giving gifts isn't easy, yeah. but it's also not as difficult as people make it. Right. Like, it doesn't take much to know the people you need to give gifts for are just a few people, right? Well, yeah. it depends on the person, I guess. But yeah. most people only buy for immediate family and some close friends. Like, you know enough about what they like. Like, to just... Maybe even if it's like for dudes or what am I saying for anyone who's into sports? My bad. Um, you can like just oh get them a, an Indians hat. Or, I mean they, they'll be happy with that. Or if they like a movie, get them that movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's really not that difficult. But I feel like people just don't even try like at all. But you know, 
whatever. Well, I'm I'm a terrible gift giver, so I wouldn't say I'm good either. I'm terrible, but I know that I try enough to like give a, a something that the person could actually yeah. use. You know, right? Yeah, I'm not good at it, but yeah, I get that. Okay, uh, now time for the poll of the week, which is gonna be a nice transition for us into our sports talk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, this week, so uh, our poll this week was. Do you think Baker Mayfield was justified or immature for the way that he handled Hugh Jackson after the game and uh, the media's criticism in the following days uh, this week after the game on Sunday? So uh, I was interested on two fronts on this poll because back when Baker was drafted by the Browns, it wasn't a slam dunk that everybody loved the pick. Like, there was some people out there still, for whatever dumb reason, that thought that he was a Johnny Manziel uh, copy, copycat or whatever. Like, he was 2.0 or something like that. And if it's almost more bothersome to me. There are some people who actually thought Sam Darnold was a better pick. That yeah. Well, I mean, like, they're, you know, they're still in their first year. I'm, I'm sure. True. I, you That's know, true. I'm, also, I'm convinced Baker Mayfield is going to be a superstar quarterback. I think you're right, yeah. Sam Darnold, you know, there's still time for him. Who knows? I don't yeah. think he's going to bust out. I, you know, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. But I definitely think the Browns got it right, for sure. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, our results on the poll. Uh, well, first, uh, what did you guys vote? I voted. Uh, what were the options again? Ju- uh, justified. I voted. I, I thought it was fine what he said. Jimmy, what what did you think? Yeah, no, me as well. I voted justified. All right, well, we're not going to have any uh, spirited arguments on this because I said justified as well. Um, we're going to get into that a little bit later. We can talk about it, though, because... Yeah, we can talk, I mean, I we mean, talk about it right now. Since I have a lot of reasons why I believe this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but well, let, let's just yeah, go through the tell, results tell here real quick. Results, right? uh, so on Twitter, uh, it was... It, and this is shocking to me because, I, you know... And maybe it's because of uh, our follower following demographic on Twitter... Um, but 94%, uh, we had about a hundred votes total, um, Twitter and Facebook, 94% voted justified on Twitter. Um, Facebook was a little bit lower, uh, 79% and then 21% immature. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was fascinated by this because it captivated the media and then everything blew up when Damian Woody, uh, told Baker he needed to grow up, which, yeah. Uh, obviously, to me, Damian Woody, that was a really blanket statement, and he uh, he doesn't follow the Browns because he doesn't understand the intricacies to the issues between uh, Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson. Um, you know, we can get into that, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, very uh, interested to hear what you guys think. Since we all so, tend to agree, right, but it right, could be for different right reasons. Right off the bat, I have no issues with any of this stuff. I hate the eggshells that uh, so many athletes and coaches walk on. Like, I understand that they can't... I understand they have to be professional. I get that. Uh, especially within your own team. Right. I get that. But when it comes to, like... Do you remember when Richard Sherman went off on Michael Crabtree and... Yeah. Oh, whoa, what was that? I love that. Yeah. I became a cra- uh, uh, I became a Sherman fan after that. Yeah. Um, I'm all about this kind of stuff. 
And I, I want to say right away, I don't think what Baker said and did was anything hugely disrespectful. I don't either. Or crazy. I think he just, he's not a liar. Like, he's a, he seems to be a pretty straight-faced, straight like, straight-edge, like, yeah. tell-it-as-it-is guy. And he's like, well, why am I going to pretend to be buddies with Hugh Jackson? Right. Why? That's right. essentially what he said. He was a, When they asked him, his initial response was, I just didn't want to talk to him. Yeah. Why does he have to talk to him? Why does he have to pretend to be nice and right. happy with you? Right. Why? He doesn't. Like, like to me... That's absurd. To me, wasn't the more disrespectful thing what Derek, Demarius Randall did? No, that was a little disrespectful. It was funny. I, I'm still actually oh, I okay it. with I, it. I, I, I'm 100% I, I okay with it. it. But that could be classified as disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Because he knew what he was doing. He right. wasn't trying to be, like, you know, nice about it. He was right. definitely trying to make fun of you. But... This business that, like, Baker is out of control and he's the, like, this is, ah, oh, it's such a frustrating, pointless debate that, and I know why the media is doing it, because it does this. It, right. it causes people to react and it gets everyone riled up. But, honestly, I think Baker's handled himself pretty professionally, especially since all this. Right. He could easily continue to jaw off and, oh, well, you have no idea. Guess what he did? To, and you wouldn't know what he said behind closed doors. But he's not doing that. Right. You know? He, I mean, you know, and and I, I, I weirdly enough, I'm a Mayf- I like Mayfield, and I, I hate that he played for Oklahoma. I hate Oklahoma, but yeah. I can't deny that since he's become a Brown, I've really enjoyed watching him play, and I really enjoy him uh, as a player. So, um, no, I'm all about it. I don't see the big deal. I think people. I think you hear a lot of old older people saying this. I'm not trying to like. Old I school. just think a lot of old school thinkers yeah, are like, talking. Like yeah, shut your mouth, play the game. Yeah, but you see a lot of new school, like young people, younger right. people who are all about this because that's how we play ball. Right. Like when we're on the field, not that we're pro athletes, but you know right. when we play, we're okay with a little a little trash talk, a little this, and hey, at the end of the game, if I don't want to shake the guy's hand because I thought he disrespected me, right. no one's gonna be like, whoa, dude, no, you have to shake his hand. No. That's just how it is sometimes. Right. You know? Yeah. You don't have to put on a fake a fake face and be like, like in my, you know, soccer league, whatever. If I got mad at a player, and it's up to me if I want to shake his hand at the end of the game or not. I'm not going to fight him. I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm just like, if I don't, if I feel like I don't want to shake his hand. And Baker did shake his hand. That's the thing, too. Like, oh, because he didn't and, dap and, him and, up. He didn't yeah. hug him or whatever. And this like. goes back to the whole thing that, you know, it's just nonsense, you know? Yeah. I don't know if Hugh was genuine by going out to be, make a spectacle like that to shake right. Baker's hand or not. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to speak for him. But he, I, he very well could have actually been like, "Hey, I want to say hi to my former quarterback," or something. Or he could have been doing it just to like do exactly what just happened right now. I don't know. Yeah. But this beside the point. I, Baker did nothing wrong. Right. Jimmy, do you have anything to add to this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you covered a lot. But uh, I, I think that anybody that has a problem with Baker not being all buddy-buddy with Hugh Jackson doesn't really understand or has never really participated in sports or knows what it's like to uh, be a part of a team that you take a lot of pride in and, uh, for that matter, a city that you take a lot of pride in. Yeah. People mm-hmm. really, if you don't have that personal experience, you, you just don't get it. You think... Um, I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I'm just going to keep it brief, but I have absolutely no problem with the whole Baker Mayfield doing that to Hugh. I had no problem him doing that to Ohio State, <laughs> planting the flag in the uh, middle of the See, field. I agree, I, I agree uh, with you there, too. Yes. Kansas, Kansas, he did the whole 
crotch grab. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I have no problem with that either. That's just yeah. part of the game. And if you have a problem, if you have like a problem with it, then just turn off the TV. I don't know if yeah. you want it. Yeah, I agree. And, and this yeah. is not just because I hate. I'm not a big Ohio State fan. I've made that very clear to a lot of people. But I loved when he did that. And yes, and no. this is coming from someone who's a Longhorns fan. So I despise Oklahoma, and I especially despised him back then. But when I saw that, I was like, you know what? That's I like this. That took some guts to do, and it shows the pride he has in the team he plays for. I'm all about it, and I think the Browns are lucky to have a player that cares and has that much pride in his team. Yeah. Um, and he knows what he got into coming to the Browns. He knows they're the laughing stock of the NFL, and yep. he's going to change that narrative, and well, he's changing that narrative I, right now. You know, he, I mean, he said it from the get-go. He said it in the, in the combine. He said, yeah. I, I believe that I'm the player that can turn their franchise yeah. around. Um. So, so I have a, I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of layers to this. I got into a big Twitter war with a bunch of people the other day about this. And it morphed into stuff that I wasn't even trying to talk about. But That's how it always happens. In oh, oh, my God. I got, like, it's unbelievable. I had, like, 300 likes on, like, one of my tweets. And dude, it was insane. Nice. Uh what, I, I'm not bragging about. It. I don't care. No, no, that's still. But cool. it's like that's cool. Like, yeah. So the hot button that it's become is just insane. Um, so for me, the so this all became a firestorm from Damian Woody on first take. Right. When he had the comment on Monday saying Baker needs to grow up. Blah blah blah. Uh, Hugh has the right to work. You know the Browns fired him. He didn't leave. Whatever. Like. To me, that's such a short-sighted way of looking at the situation. Like, Mm -hmm. Baker is not saying that Hugh Jackson can't go find another job. He's saying that he can do whatever he wants, but I don't have to like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Baker never said once that uh, it was was wrong that Hugh Jackson uh, got another job. He's saying that he didn't like how he went about doing it. Getting a job in the same season right. to a division rival that's still going to play us twice right. a year. So this goes back to the. No, I'll let you finish, and I want to add some stuff. But like, so so just to get get into a little bit of what I was experiencing on Twitter with people. Yeah. Like people were saying like, oh, well you can't like you can't say that Hugh Jackson can't like go get another job or whatever. And uh, he th- people were saying like, oh he he's he's just he's got to find a way to pay his bills. I'm like. Oh my goodness! I'm like, first of all, you don't understand how NFL contracts coaches' contracts work. Yeah. <laughs> so, whether Hugh Jackson works or not, he's going to be getting paid almost five million dollars. Right. The balance of this year and next year to not work. The Browns right. are, have to pay out his entire contract. Right. People were comparing it as to like, uh, if a player gets cut and he goes and signs with another team for, for uh, two weeks later, it's not the same. Player contracts are not guaranteed. That guy literally does have to go get another job to be able to pay his bills. Like, they're professional athletes. They make right. millions of dollars anyway. But, like, a player doesn't have money coming in after he gets cut. Right. A coach has money coming in because all their contracts are guaranteed. But, to me, that wasn't part of the argument. That was just something I had to get out there because people right. don't understand how this stuff works. So Hugh Jackson didn't have to go get a job right away. Right. And he chose to, right. and that's his right. 
the issue stems from it's not Baker Mayfield's job to have to accept the fact that his former head coach exactly. went out and got a job with their division rival who they still had to play twice this year. He doesn't have to like mm-hmm. it. It's not like he, he can't say no and right. he can't get the job. Like he has no control over that. He can control his feelings towards it. And he didn't like the fact that right. Hugh, like what, like what Baker said, Hugh uh, this season the whole time has been like, you know, you guys play for me, mm-hmm. uh, uh, help me win, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah, he got fired. It wasn't his choice to leave. But then he goes to a team that you're going to be playing in two weeks and play twice in this division in-state rival. Right. So, like, like it, for me, it, it's I, – I don't understand why – these former players and people in the media are like Baker needs to grow up. Like to me, he's showing more maturity in what he's doing. The only thing that I will say that I thought Baker could have stayed away from was commenting on the post on Instagram. Oh yeah, because yeah. then he just becomes like everybody else, and he becomes a keyboard warrior. And mm-hmm. so you uh, see a lot of that with a lot of athletes. Yeah, ESPN, days, ESPN, yeah. and first—it's like the Kevin Durant thing. Yeah. yeah. ESPN yeah. and First Take posted a video of it, and Baker Mayfield commented on it, and then mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's brother commented on it too. Mm-hmm. So that's where I felt like it got so weird. I loved how yesterday Baker came out and just said, "I don't regret anything," and like expanded on it more. Um. So, I I just I, I don't understand like. Like what? What are what are these people like? These media people like expecting like? Well, they. I think they know that. I think a lot of them do know that, but I do find it odd. And I want to touch on something you said. The the group think you'll see on Twitter where people are grilled and and called out for some odd reason if they express a distaste or a dis you know. Or displeasure with right. something that someone else did, right? And the, and people are like, "Well, you can't do that." It's like, no, we can do that. Right. Anyone can do that. Baker right. can do that. You can do that. I can do that. It's not that we're saying, like you said, to clarify that Hugh couldn't have gotten that. Hugh can't get this job with the Bengals. Right. It's that we don't have to be happy about it. Right. And the idea that we all have to just be bros and buddies on the field is ridiculous. This is a competitive Full league. Rep. Yeah, it's a, like it's, it's it could, a, I mean, yeah. I can't. How how do these people even handle the Patriots? I, like the Patriots are one of the most cutthroat teams, and they have five Super Bowls to yeah. to, to show for it. I'm not saying that's the only reason why they win Super Bowls, but you know, this, this is what Cleveland needed and needs. Yeah, they need. Some guts. They need quarterbacks that aren't just, you know, we're going to go out there and try hard again next no, week. No, no. They need, they need quarterbacks that are going to be F like, you. Right. I'm going to kick your ass. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you have that in, in, right. in Baker. And and I, one positive thing is it's, it's, it's funny how quickly the Browns have improved in so many, in some ways where last year it would be, oh, when is the coach going to get fired? And now we're talking about this nitpicky issue. Oh, at, th- at this point, the it, season would just, already be over. Right, and it's it's just like, yeah, and she, it's crazy like that the Browns are now at a point where they can actually have a pointless <laughs> drama be the, the focus yeah. of the talk the week. You know? it, it's interesting. Yeah, so Jim Rome, who's, you know, he's right a huge sports broadcaster. He's been, you know, on yeah, I know Jim network. Rome. Yeah, yeah. He's on CBS now. And he said it actually at the beginning of the year. He said that the Browns are now America's team, for, yeah. for better or for worse. You know, that, that moniker's been with the Cowboys. But, you know, I, I don't 
necessarily agree or disagree with that statement. Like yeah, I, I get and you. Nor do I really care. A strong but, statement, yeah. But it's interesting because the Cowboys are playing in a huge game tonight against what people say are the best team in the league right now, the New Orleans Saints. And the Cowboys are supposed to be America's team, and nobody has talked about this game all week. Right. Everybody in the NFL world is talking about this Baker Mayfield thing and talking about the Browns. It, 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 it's just interesting to, to play up at that. Yeah. So this is another thing that I got uh, into it on Twitter with uh, people. So uh, about the thing that you're talking about with, with uh, Hugh Jackson going to get another job. My issue with it is he immediately, a week later, after going on this media tour that he did after he got fired, got another job. Um, most coaches, since you're getting paid the rest of the year and the duration of your contract, most coaches wait until the end of the year, until the new the next season, uh, to to find another job. They don't they don't hardly. I I, I was racking right. my brain to find an example of a coach getting fired or leaving a team in the middle of the season and joining another team that same season. I couldn't find it. And all these people on Twitter who were telling me, like, uh, this coach here and this coach here, they get fired, they go to other teams and blah, 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 and stuff like that. Like, it, it hasn't had. Like, they tried bringing up examples, like Josh McDaniels when he, got, when he left uh, the Rams to go back to the Patriots. Like, he did that right. after the Rams season was over. Right, right. Uh, Rob Chadzinski with the Browns. The year he got, he, he was the head coach of the Browns for one season. Mm-hmm. He was head coach the whole season, then got fired, then he went to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it hasn't happened where a coach, like, now players have done this because, like I said, That's they right. need income. Like, right. their con- the NFL players' contracts right. are not, gar- not fully guaranteed. And Most contracts in the NFL are guaranteed for two years. they live at such a high expensive lifestyle because of the Most money they're do. making. Yeah. So they have to maintain that somehow. Right. So you can't like, just if drop you, if, right you're, if you're not getting paid once you get right. fired or, or cut, uh, you know, as most put, you know. Right. There, there it's justifiable to immediately go out and get another job. If you're still getting paid, like like all these people say like, oh, well, he, he wants to work. Like he, it, it's his, it's his, uh, uh, it's what he's done his whole life. Like, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If I was getting paid five million dollars, okay. If if I loved what I was doing, I loved coaching right. football. It's really not going to be that big of a deal for me to right. take two months off when I'm getting right. paid five million dollars. Well, like, also, he he goes to what this BS position? I mean, remember yeah. the meme going around? Yeah, with, spe- yeah. They a put his face special over assistant head coach. Yeah, like that's it's a fake. But I get it. I'm not even actually mad at he. I'm, I don't think it's a problem what Hugh did necessarily, yeah, right. but I get why a player would be like, right. come on, man. Like, yeah. It's one thing if Hugh went to the Rams, right. or if Hugh went to, you know, the, the, yeah. the not the Steelers, if Hugh went to like the Seahawks. Yeah. But he went to the in-state in, in rivals, like the, the Bengals. Like, yeah. they play, like, like Baker said, they play him twice a year. Right. Like still had to play him twice this year. Yeah, yeah. So um, I get why they're mad. I get why Baker's a little mad. I, I again, I don't have an issue with what what Hugh did. No, I. But I, I, I get why he he has the right to do that. Yeah. I, I like I'm I, right. like I have an issue with it. Yeah. Like because I don't like it. I don't like right. who he went to, when he went right. to, in the manner, and he did. But he has the right to do it. Like right. I'm not gonna I'm not right. gonna say the guy doesn't have a right to work. Right. Um, but. Like for the guys like for Damian Woody and Shannon Sharp and 
Um, well, they're a bunch. Stephen of A. Smith and those yeah. guys to to say that Baker needs to grow up. Whatever they they don't under they're they're not looking at it. They they haven't covered the Browns all year. So like you were talking about earlier, this is a team. And uh, Jimmy, I want to hear your opinion on this. Uh, what you think? Because you've played sports growing up, so you've been part of teams and stuff. Um, it so they haven't covered the Browns, right? And before that, the Browns were terrible, so they had no reason to cover the Browns. So it, it's the, it, it goes back to what you said earlier is the changing the culture aspect of Baker Mayfield. Um, mo, most of the players in that Browns locker room had similar feelings towards Hugh Jackson than uh, Baker did. That's coming out now in articles that I've been reading and stuff like that. So as Baker Mayfield, as a guy who's an emerging leader on the team, he's the quarterback, he's a guy that uh, everybody wants to talk to, everybody wants to talk about, he essentially speaks for the team. And in that locker room, they all had similar feelings towards Hugh Jackson. I mean, obviously you saw it. Demarius Randall intercepted a ball and then flipped it to Hugh Jackson on the sidelines. Like that, like that was a blatant act of disrespect towards Hugh Jackson. Um, right. So obviously it's going around in that locker room. So Baker Mayfield's sitting there thinking, hey, I'm going to go stick up for my guys. So, yeah. So yeah. if, if we're preparing for this game against the Bengals all week and everybody's talking about how we want to beat Hugh Jackson, how we want to beat the Bengals, like, and all this, after the game, after he after uh, we, you know, kicked their kicked the crap out of them, beat them, why would I go and hug Hugh Jackson? Like, right. I, honestly, I don't even think Baker wanted to shake his hand. Right. Like, if, if you he, watch that, Baker wasn't yeah. like after the game when all when the teams come together at midfield, yeah. like. Baker wasn't seeking Hugh Jackson out. No. Hugh Jackson was seeking Baker out. Because Baker probably wanted to just not make an issue about right. it, you know? Right. And, you, and there's another thing we need to mention, and, and is they obviously baited him into saying what he said. Oh, like, yeah. the questions they asked him were clearly, they were trying to, and they well, were... I mean, everybody yeah. saw the interaction on the right. field, so right. that's what they want to talk right. about. exactly. But, uh, but Jimmy, I, I, do, do you agree with that? Do you agree with, you know, Baker wanting to stick up? Stick up for his teammates. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's. It's clear that he's taking on the leadership, uh, the role. Obviously, as QB one, yeah. uh, it seems like ever since he started football. I mean, that's just his personality. And um, like right. you said, me being uh, in my personal experience, I've, I've dealt with coaches from anywhere between like Pee Wee football, um, high level of basketball, whether it's AAU, high school. Strongsville C uh, League. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> Jason Sunkel. That's right. Uh, um, I don't mean to mention any names, but um, <laughs> um, what was I, where was I going here? You don't really know the dysfunction in the locker room. Well, right. Like you said, Shannon Sharp and, and uh, Stephen A., they have no right to really criticize Baker. Right. Uh, for for how, how he's standing up for the team. Because right. they, they don't know what's going on inside the locker room. Right. And uh, until you step inside the locker room or you step inside, uh, you know, the helmet of Baker Mayfield or other players, uh, you, you don't have, like, you, you don't have a say. I don't think you have a right to criticize anybody. But um, right. I think he's totally justified yeah. in his actions. And um, yeah, I, mean, I think that's what the city needs. We need a quarterback right. that's here for the long haul and is here to stick up for not only his teammates, but uh, what all of us, you know, Browns fans are thinking. So. Right, exactly. Uh, to to me, Baker doesn't owe Hugh Jackson anything. Right. No. Like, 
it, it, it would have been something different if, like, Hugh Jackson wasn't part of the Bengals coaching staff. He was at the game, and maybe, you know, after the game, when the cameras weren't on, he wanted to go up and hug, you know, hug him or whatever, say whatever, you know, say something to him. Like, that's, that's one thing. But Baker is, like, Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson took the job with, with one of the Browns' uh, top rivals. And, like, right so away. So he is their competition now. So right. why does Baker have to feel obligated to hug his competitor. Again, it's that nonsense it's ridiculous. line of thought that you see. Yeah, it, I, I it don't affects understand. the NBA really bad, and I guess it's in NFL now, yeah. too. But it's just so stupid. I hate it. Yeah, so I, uh, that, that's how I feel about it. Um, you know, I, you know, we're all in agreement here for yeah. for either similar reasons or differing reasons, but uh, I, I, I hope Baker doesn't change. I don't think he's going to change. I mean, he basically said... No, I can't imagine he's He basically said yesterday, like, you guys can take it or leave it. This is who I am, and this is yeah, who I'm no, going to continue to be. So no, He's not the type of guy who's going right. to change, I don't believe. Right. No, there's no way. Right. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see We'll see how he, uh, how he grows uh, as the season kind of winds down here. Oh, sorry, I was going to sneeze. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, just to kind of recap the game, uh, what a, what a insane first half yeah, that um, was. Jimmy, did you watch the game? Uh, tidal wave, man. I, I didn't see a lot of it. I was at work, but I oh, okay. background. Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, it's it, it's it's still incredible how, how they've tweaked the offense um, and just how much better it looks, how much Baker looks. Uh, you know, since the coaching change, he's he has the second highest quarterback rating in the NFL to Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So he has a he has a better quarterback rating than uh, than Patrick Mahomes. He has a better quarterback rating than Jared Goff. He has a better quarterback rating than Deshaun Watson. He has a better quarterback rating than uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, all those guys. He's only second to Drew Brees, who's have who's the front runner for the yeah, MVP. He's having an MVP year. Uh, <laughs> So it, it's it's just amazing, uh, but it's gonna it's gonna make things uh, more interesting as far as who's gonna be the coach next year. Uh, people are now starting to say that Bruce Arians is a serious candidate because he would keep Freddie Kitchens as the offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm not with Bruce Arians being the coach of the Browns, but you know we'll see we'll see we'll we'll get in get into more more of that talk yeah. once the season's yeah. over. Um, but let, let's uh, let's get into let's get into previewing uh, the big game this week. Yeah, two hot teams. Jordan, what do you think? You know, I I think it's I I can't really I, I feel like I can't really accurately predict how the game is gonna go. I could see either team blowing each other out. I could also see either team. You know, I could see it being very competitive as well. I, I just, I can never predict these kind of things. I think if I had to pick, because I, I, let's pick and not be all over the place. If I had to pick, I think it will be a close game. I think you're going to see a decent amount of offense. Um, and I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I don't really know who's going to win, though. Because I want us, I, you know, Houston's on an eight-game winning streak, which is crazy. Like, we started off 0-3. You know, is, is it going to go to nine? Cleveland's on a really hot streak right now as well, and I, I don't know. I, if I had to pick, I'd have to. I'm going to go with te- Texans just because at this point, I just think they're playing such relaxed and like 
like non no pressure football, you know? Like what would they have to lose? Right. You know they have a they have a lot of confidence going. I'm gonna go with the Texans, but you know, I hate to be so contradictory, but I could see the Browns easily snapping the streak. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think? Uh I don't know, man. It's hard to root against the Browns now, especially with all that's going on right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you're gonna be rooting for them, but who do you who do you oh, think's gonna actually win? For them, but obviously, yeah. Uh, is it a way? Is it a way game? Yeah, it's yeah, a way. Ooh. You know, I'm say Browns. Uh, Browns by field goal. Okay. Uh, that would that would okay yeah Browns are actually a six point uh, underdog right now which I think is ridiculous that's a huge spread um, I I also think it's gonna be close uh, I'm not going against Baker Mayfield see see my my thing about it is it's not really like this isn't really too football-y or you know me breaking down the game too much I just don't think Houston's good enough to keep winning all these games in a row I think eventually sense. they're gonna slip up and lose one. Yeah, no, um, I, that that makes a lot. Eight of sense. in a row. I mean, that's honestly, I'm shocked it hasn't already happened. Yeah, know? I mean, eventually they're just, they're gonna slip up. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna fall. They're gonna fall victim to their success. I think. You know, they're a really good team. Like, right. I'm not. I'm not saying like this right. is a fluke. Like that they're eight and three. Like no, they could very that. well be eight and three. But for them to win nine games in a row, that's uh, to that's me asking is, a lot. <laughs> yeah, especially they're they're also they're coming off of a short week. They just played Monday night. Um, right. And I definitely think with all this stuff that's been going on this week with the Browns, uh, Baker is going to be super amped up for this game. I'll I'll tell you one thing, too, that the Browns have to their advantage. The Texans' offensive line is trash. Yeah. It's just miserable. And because of that, Watson's been throwing a lot more picks than he has been, you know, from what we're used to seeing from him, yeah. So I could I could easily see the Browns' defense getting a whole bunch of a couple a good amount of turnovers, or yeah. force that is force some turnovers, you know, right? Which could really turn the tide of the game. So yeah, um, and that's been the Browns' mo all year. Um, I don't know. Where, I definitely know they're in the top five as far as uh, turnovers forced. They might they might have they might still have the most. Um, yeah, let me look it up right now. So. Yeah, just for me, I just I think eventually Houston's gonna slip up, and that doesn't mean like Houston's gonna go in the tank. Like they could lose this right. game and then you know win four out of their last five or whatever, and uh, go twelve and four or something like that, or eleven and five. Um, I just don't think they're a team that's gonna win, you know, thirteen straight games and go into the playoffs thirteen and three. Like they're gonna slip up somewhere. Like they're, but yeah, but uh, they're a very good they team. They are second in. Takeaways is it takeaways per yeah. game? Takeaways, yeah. yeah. They're second. Chicago's first. Okay, yeah. I mean, and the Bears, you know, they're another eight and three team. Uh, so the issue with the Browns up until the last couple weeks is they've been forcing these turnovers, but they're not scoring off the turnovers. Yeah, and that recently yeah. just uh, that recently that just changed. started changing with yeah. the coaching change. Yeah. Right, which is interesting. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to pick the Browns. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go against Baker right now. Uh, mm-hmm. With that said, Deshaun Watson's been, you know, just as good. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's really. Gonna be I tough. think that's. I think that's a smart choice. Yeah, it, it really to me the the way the two teams are playing. I mean, the smart money would probably be that it would be a toss up game, and the smart money would be to go with Houston because they're at home. But, right. 
you know, I mean, it's knows? a dome, though. Yeah, so, like, there's going to be no weather. The, no, the weather's not going to affect anything, yeah. you know. So the Browns have so. exercised, basically, like, even if they don't, like, win out and go to the playoffs, mm-hmm. they've exercised every demon that they've had going yeah, into the season. which is so, awesome. So they've, <laughs> number one, won a game. Yeah. Uh, they've, uh, they've won in overtime. Uh, they've, they've won in the division. They have a winning record in the division. Um, they've won on the road now. Uh, they've won back-to-back games. All this stuff that they were that they needed to do coming into the season, they've checked every single yeah, box. Really every, every single box. So yeah, most of it started. With usually, uh, yeah. Usually over the last three years, you, you would look at the schedule in any game, even if it was at home, and you'd say loss. But but really on the road, I mean, they lost twenty five straight road games coming into yeah. last week. So if, if it was a road game, you're like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. The Browns are going to lose. But now, now that's changed. Yeah. At least the narrative has changed. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm interested to see how the game starts. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the team that gets off to the quickest start probably will win the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, those, those are my thoughts. All right. So do we want to wager anything on the game? I don't know. What should we, if we do, what should we wager? Just I don't know. like a round or a drink or something or like a six-pack? I don't sure, know. why not? Let's do a six-pack. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, that works. Jimmy, what do you think? Six pack, six pack of YooHoo for you? You know what? That sounds pretty delightful. Uh, hey, I only got four more months. Uh, <laughs> so wait, so that's not. This isn't fair though. That means that if the Browns win, Jordan has to buy two six packs. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm agree to that. I'll be a referee. I'll be the intermediary. Okay, you'll okay, make you make works. sure you'll make sure that it's paid out. Yeah, and I'll get a picture of uh, the handover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the changing of the six packs. I'll get a picture of it. I'll tweet that. That works <laughs> for sure. Okay. Uh, awesome. So let's uh, let's touch on let's touch on the Cavs real quick. Um, I guess you know we don't have to talk about the Cavs beating the Rockets uh, over the weekend. Right, what dude, up? The Rockets are so bad. I was I was at the, I was at the uh, Wellesley Arms concert and I kept looking at my phone. Yeah. I kept looking at my phone, and uh, I I I told Hannah I'm like as soon. It, like, cause, cause we were looking at the score and everything, and uh, I'm like, ah, Jordan's gotta be so mad right now. And I'm like, I'm not saying anything until the game's over because the Cavs right, could yeah, blow you the never game. Know. <laughs> so then, as soon as the game's over, I tweeted at you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that you tweeted some uh, something. I yeah. Remember. Um. But, but yeah, I you know to me I was more impressed the the Philly win on the road just because that was the first one I was like, what the heck? Like that, that the Cavs impressive. actually won that yeah. game. Yeah. And they won that game going away, really. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I did want to talk about uh, as far as the Cavs go before we get out of here is uh, LeBron returning. Yeah, you were at that game, uh, right? Wednesday. I was, yeah, we were at the game. That's cool. We actually had good seats. Uh, same, Basically same seats that we had for the yeah. KC game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we were right behind the, right behind the Lakers bench. Um, Honestly, they played really well that game, and they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that game. But then LeBron took over, and he's right. like, "I'm not losing to these guys." Uh, I think I think LeBron like scored or assisted on their last 15 points yeah, for the Lakers or something like that. But more than anything for me, it was it was the atmosphere and uh, was it good? I assume there was not a single boo. That's awesome. Not yeah. a single one. I thought you know maybe there'd be, and maybe they were dr- they were drowned out by the uh, by the cheers by the cheers. Possible, but yeah. like, so LeBron did his normal thing where you know he he plays up the 
theatrics. Yeah, over, he'll come up. Where the, uh, the the team came out to warm up and LeBron didn't come out until like 10 minutes later. Right. So, like, when we first walked to our seats, like, everybody was waiting for LeBron to come out for warm-ups, and there was just this throng of fans that were gathered around that tunnel, like, mm-hmm. waiting to take pictures of him running out. And as soon as he came out towards the tunnel, you could hear those people first, and then you actually saw him come out of the tunnel and run onto the floor, and just, right. like, everybody started cheering. It's going crazy. Um, so, so that was good. And then um, when they announced the Lakers... They announced LeBron, and everybody cheered as if he was being introduced as a Cav. And uh, it was cool. Like, the the PA announcer would say every like every name for the Lakers, he would say in a monotone voice or whatever. And, uh, yeah. like, for LeBron, they, you know, did it up like he was playing for the Cavs. And That's cool. said his name emphatically. They said, welcome home, like, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, the first couple times where he touched the ball while the game was going on, they cheered. Yeah. And the crowd cheered. Um, so that's good. They I did the video tribute. Yeah. And the cool thing about the video tribute was it was 90 seconds long because that's, you know, that's how long the timeout was. Right. Um, only about 30 seconds of it was dedicated to uh, his on-court highlights. I would say okay. two-thirds of the video was, you know, you know, when he came back, he in his letter that he wrote, he said, you know, it's bigger than basketball and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what they kind of played up in the video. They showed him opening his school, um, his, oh, his LeBron right, James yeah, Family Foundation, done, yeah, like the Cedar of... Point trips he did with the, with the kids in the foundation, like all this stuff, which I thought was awesome because that's more than anything. Like LeBron's, obviously he's from here. He played with the Cavs more years than he's going to play with any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the Cavs a championship. He won Cleveland a championship. But to him... The thing that's gonna that pulls on his heartstrings the most from this area is his foundation. Yeah. So and that's what the Cavs. Uh, they played up. That's to what that. they played up to that in the tribute video. So, um, and then they played uh, Drake's "Forever" song oh, after yeah. that when yeah, yeah. when they were coming out of timeout and all that stuff. So, I don't know that he got choked up at all, but he was definitely you know waving to the crowd. And everything yeah. Because they did. There was like a two minute standing ovation. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I thought it, I thought it was it was really good. It was really classy by the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I didn't see Dan Gilbert at the game. Hmm. Interesting. So. Wow. Uh, but that was that was yeah it was kind of funny. But yeah, that is kind of funny. But it, it it was good. It it was good good on Cleveland to do that. Good on the Cavs organization to do what they did. Um, as far as the tribute and everything, and uh, you know now we can pretty much move on until until Bronny Bronny Junior gets to the NBA. Oh boy! <laughs> and uh, what was really interesting was LeBron's agent Maverick Carter did an interview with Rachel Nichols and or was it Doris Burke? I can't remember. Somebody from ESPN, and they and uh, they asked like, well, well, what happens if the Cavs are for sale? And he said, well, LeBron would definitely be interested in buying them. That's interesting. Like that's always been yeah. a rumor. Yeah. But that's the first time like somebody like actually with him said that LeBron would be interested in him. and he can't buy the team by himself, but mm-hmm. but you know, he would be the namesake to the investment group or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was pretty interesting. But So, uh, that's going to uh, cover our sports talk for today. I just I wanted to touch real quick uh, on a place I went to this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah called he- the Eastland Inn. Uh, Where is this again? So this is in Berea. Okay. Uh, any of our BW uh, listeners probably know exactly where this is. So it's on Eastland Road in Berea, uh, you know, by BW. 
Um, it's literally a house that's a bar or restaurant. So very small. And uh, probably about seat, probably seats about 50 people. Um, it's run, it's owned and run by a family friend of ours. Okay. Um, so I, I grew up uh, with these people. They lived down the street from my grandparents. Oh, okay. So, um, the Ruggiero family. Oh. Fellow Italians. So, uh, but it, it, it was, it, it's a cool little spot. Uh, so my family stopped there for dinner. My parents picked me up at Sunnyside while I was getting my car fixed uh, yeah. on Tuesday. So, uh, we just went there for dinner. How would you classify it again? As uh, Again, like, is it a bar it's and a, grill or restaurant or? It's a, you know, re- small little restaurant, like. Yeah, okay. Like, a, it's not a... Oh, like, I see it, yeah. It's not a dive. Oh, it actually looks like a house. It is a... Yeah, it is oh, a house. It's yeah. it's actually in a, on a residential street. That's really cool. Yeah. So, it, it actually is... A, like, if you if you uh, were to drive by it and there were no cars in the parking lot, you'd think mm-hmm. it was a house. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's super cool. You just get in... It's like ten, It's like a 10-stool bar. Sure. And then there's, you know, 45... Uh, Seats for tables. Okay. So it's a small little place. They have uh, a perch dinner there. Like, okay. Like fish. Like yeah, perch. perch yeah. That was incredible. I see a picture of it right here. Didn't Doesn't taste like fish at all. So good. Super fresh. Son. So yeah, good. Yeah, that means it's very fresh. Yeah, yeah. So good. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to so go there. I live they so have, close to Berea here. They have, uh, they have Tuesday and Thursday trivia nights. They That's have Friday cool. uh, karaoke. Oh, so it gets down sometimes. Yeah. It's a little party. Yeah. That but, and uh, I want to go here again. Or I want to go here. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. So like their kitchen is like an actual house like kitchen. Oh, Like nice. that's like the, yeah. the size of it. Yeah. It's very small. Like they have yeah. they have restaurant like equipment and stuff. Right, but, but it's like, it, but yeah. like small. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I'd be down to go here for But years. yeah, so uh, it's Italians run it, so they have Peronis. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Peronis. And then yeah. we had espresso too, and homemade biscotti. I love a good espresso. Yeah. So, it was really cool. Definitely suggested for all you guys. If you guys are in Berea, uh, yeah. You stop off for a quick bite or a drink. Uh, hop on over to Eastland Inn, and uh, check them out. See them. It's a family-run place. Uh, family owned family friends of ours, of mine, my family. And uh, yeah, it's really definitely. cool, so check them out. Ab- absolutely. That's definitely going to be on my list. I live so close to Berea, I always forget to go hang out. Yeah, there. yeah, for sure. Speaking of Berea, we should uh, definitely go to Cornerstone Brewing sometime. Oh, I've been there a bunch of times. Really? Oh, yeah. I've been going there for They like, make their own beer, right? Yeah. They have like five or six different I uh, feel like beers. I'm so disappointed in myself for not having ever been here before. It's a really good place. They actually like make their own like gluten-free beer, too. Yeah, so it's it, it's really cool, really cool little spot. I want to uh, try this. Place. It's an open kitchen. Yeah. So you can see everything. So it's cool. Man, um, do I ever want to try this place? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's try yeah, it. Yeah, and the your place you just mentioned. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah, good. we can definitely try it soon. So cool. And then Jimmy can try it in about four months. Yeah. Glass of water. I'll have a glass of water. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, early, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but uh, okay. So that's gonna do it for us this week. I don't that's got anything right. else. We don't really have any events because Smorefest. That's tomorrow. Smorefest. If you want to support, well, Bright if you're Winter, listening to it, it's tonight, November thirtieth. 
We're, this oh, is yeah, tonight, yeah. So dumb, I always do that. Uh, November 30th, tonight. Yeah. Uh, Merlin's Wharf, down near downtown in the flats. Uh, it's a fundraiser for Bright Winter. So if you want to support Bright Winter, go you. to this event. You. I don't know how the weather's going to be. Uh, probably, I don't know. Probably do you know what Sunday is supposed to be like 70? What? Yeah. What? Yeah, look at the weather. Like 68, Stop. like 68 on Sunday. Get out of here. Yeah, it's supposed to warm up starting tomorrow. It's supposed to be almost 50. Oh, you're not kidding. 55. Well, they're saying 55. On Sunday? Yeah. Oh, I saw uh, 67, but whatever. Mm. 68, hmm. 67, whatever. Oh, Saturday's going to be Rain City, though. Yeah. 100% chance of rain. <laughs> Monsoonage. Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, we're getting a little off topic here. Yeah. So we can talk about this after the episode. Yes. All right. So thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you guys checking in again, getting back with us after the week break uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, check us out, lotlpodcast.com. Uh, we should have uh, the newest Steve article about Baker and Hugh posted yeah. actually, uh, sometime tomorrow. I actually just edited it. During, okay. during the podcast while we were recording, so thanks we should for, be good. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Yeah, that way. Window into the window into, window into the behind the scenes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we should have that up tomorrow. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for checking us out, and uh, check us out on social media at the LOTL Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we like to interact with you guys there. Um, as I say every week, pretty much we have to get better on uh, posting on like yeah. social media, but. Uh, that's near here or there. So, uh, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us on Skype. Jimmy will be no Jimmy will be uh, back with us in person next week, hopefully. So, um, you know, the whole gang will be here uh, live and in living color. Uh, so live and in living that's color. Right. That's right. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for us. So, uh, for Jimmy and Kent, for Jordan to my right. Uh, I'm Dan. We are living off the land, and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.